Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Chalantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Welcome back. You are listening to episode 147, Passion for Wellness with Dr. Kim Foster. But before we jump into today's amazing episode, a word from our sponsor, Living the Good Life Naturally Magnesium. This is my go-to brand for transdermal or on-the-skin magnesium supplementation. Transdermally is the easiest way and most effective way you can absorb the magnesium into your body. Things like your stress level, your diet, and so many other factors go into your magnesium burn rate. If you want to learn more about this, listen to episode 73 of Witchy Wellness Radio and make sure to go to Living the Good Life Naturally's website in the show notes and use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 10% off of your purchase. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 147, Passion for Wellness with Kim Foster. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. I am your host, Lauren, and this is the show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, but actually leading the way. And today we have the wonderful Kim Foster here to talk about how to pursue your passion for wellness and even build a business in wellness that gives you the freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment. She, more on Kim, she is an MD turned coach and a leading business mentor for health and wellness entrepreneurs after experiencing the frustrations and limitations of the conventional healthcare system for many years and seeing the incredible potential of wellness coaching as a solution. She now helps health and wellness coaches build their businesses, find freedom, and make a world a better place, healthier place and better place. <laughs> she has been featured on multiple TV, radio, and print media outlets, and is also the host and podcast of Marketing and Mindset for Wellness Coaches. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really looking forward to talking to you. Likewise, likewise. I know for me, I, I love everything wellness, anything business mindset. I know a lot of people here are deeply passionate about health and wellness, whether it's, you know, physical, what how you feed your body emotionally, all of the spiritual things, all the things that come with wellness um, that are so passionate that are maybe looking for an opportunity to grow that passion and to help other people. And I felt like you are that perfect opportunity that matches us to interest on here. Um, but I would love to hear first off how that, that transition, you know, that we read our intros, they seem so seamless and, (laughs) and so easy. And it was like this, this spark of an idea that you're, Oh, yep. I'm going to do this now. I'd love to hear your kind of hero's journey from coming from a medical background to now a coach and now leading business mentor for other people to start their own coaching businesses. Yeah. Well, you're right. It has been, I mean, it's quite a journey. It sounds just like how you described it in a, like one sentence, it sounds all nice and smooth and easy and logical, but it was, of course, the reality is anything, but, um, you know, as you can imagine, and 
So, I, I mean, I practiced medicine for almost 20 years. So, I, I mean, I decided that I wanted to be a doctor when I was 17. That was what I wanted to do. I wanted to heal the world. I was all like, you know, young and idealistic. And that was a really obvious thing, right? Like you go, you want to help people with their health, you go into medicine. So that's what I did. And, um, and it, it, I mean, it was a wonderful career in a lot of different ways, but I certainly started to see some signs early on and it just got louder and worse as I progressed because as I'm sure you know, Lauren, there's a whole lot of things that are broken about our healthcare system, about um, you know the way that we deliver healthcare, and it got increasingly frustrating for me professionally. So there was like a lot of professional frustration that was happening. Um, the things that I thought that I was setting out to do were not the things that I found myself doing on a day-to-day basis. And I was just not helping people in the way that I wanted to help them. Um, personally too, like I found that I, you know, at the, at a certain stage, of course I had had two kids. So I had two young boys at home. My priorities had shifted a whole lot compared to when I was 17 and thought, well, I'll just go and be a doctor. You know, like there was just other demands and I needed a lot more flexibility and freedom than I found myself in. You know, I had really put myself into a quite limited box and so I realized that I needed a new way for myself personally. Um, and I knew that I wasn't really walking the walk. I wasn't taking care of my own health and wellness in the way that I wanted to because I was, you know, just divided between all these demands and I wasn't happy or fulfilled and all of those kinds of things, right? So there was a lot, it was a perfect storm. A lot of things were happening all at once. And I realized that there was, uh, that I needed to find something else, but I had no idea what that thing was because you know, health coaching wasn't really a thing like back in the day. It just wasn't. It really, it's not what it is now. Um, And so I, I, when I discovered that this concept of health and wellness coaching, I was like, oh my God, that is exactly what I want to do. And if it had been a thing, honestly, when I was first, you know, applying to med school and all that stuff, that might've been the path that I'd chosen because it really represented everything that I thought I wanted to do as a doctor. Um, Yeah. So when I discovered that, then I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. Of course, that just sounds like that's nice, easy decision, flip the switch and off we go. But there was a, a journey that happened after that too, because I mean, I had to wrestle with a lot of things about my identity. I had to deal with a lot of like external stuff. Like my family was quite concerned and my, you know, the society is just not really in support of doctors who want to change track essentially. So I had to deal with a lot of that stuff, not, and also some logistic practical things like money, for example, um, and learning how to be an entrepreneur, so many things. Anyway, so that, um, you know, that's kind of like a a high level of all of that journey that that I went on. Yeah. I, I love hearing the journey process of it because we all have different stories, but we all come to that point where you you get to the point in your life where you're like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Exactly. Is there another option? And even if you don't know what the other option is, or you might ask, is there more to this groundhog's day of a rat race that I, <laughs> I find myself thinking um, that that's enough. And, and for me, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. I mean, it's, 
almost 10 years. I mean, I knew when I graduated college, I, I was going into a career that I was like, oh my God, this isn't for me. Right. I knew my, I knew right away. I mean, mm. it's been a good career, but it took me that long to discover myself, to discover my passions and discover how I could use those together to help other people. And it started out health and wellness. Now, now it's more mindfulness, but still health and wellness in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and co- co- health coaching, health and wellness coaching was blew my mind out of like, it was just like this exists. Yeah. And for people out there, I know if you're listening to witchy wellness, you have a big heart. You're very, you know, very empathetic. And if you have overcome something in your life, you want to share it. You want to help other people. That's just, that's just who you are. And I know that health and wellness coaching, even if you haven't had any background in it is a great opportunity. So Kim, I would love to hear kind of, if you're passionate about health and wellness, what would be some good indicators that the coaching might be for you? Like what are next steps? I know you have a, a program, but the passion for wellness, let's start there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, that's really like the foundation of it. Cause if you don't have a passion for health and wellness, then, you know, that might actually not be the right career path for you. Right. Like I really, but I do find that that is, that's a common denominator for all of my, you know, clients and students and everybody who kind of comes to my world that is, because a lot of us have that, right? A lot of people have that and want to share it. That that seems to be a common thing. I don't know. I don't encounter too many people who have a passion for health and wellness and are like, let me just keep this all to myself. <laughs> I don't, I don't find that is the case. So, but I do that being said. So I think a passion for health and wellness yourself personally, but also a drive to help other people, like feeling like that calling to really share what you know, share what you've experienced and help other people who are struggling to really find their own pathway to their optimal health or improved health or whatever it is that you're, you want to help people with. But that, that calling and drive to really help other people. Um, and Honestly, if you have got those things and you are willing to do some work to carve out a new pathway and identity for yourself, that's really all that you need. You don't need an official background in healthcare. In fact, I have to tell you that sometimes having like an uh, being trained in a profession, like in a healthcare profession, can interfere with your ability to be a good coach because we, and this is obviously like from me coming from the conventional healthcare system is that we are trained in a very different model than the coaching model. And there's a lot of unlearning that has to happen. You need to really reprogram a lot of the ways that you interact with people. And of course, this is one of the things that I struggled with so much when I realized the limitations of healthcare because all healthcare so much is just an assess treat and prescribe model, right? We just like, we, uh, this is how we're trained. We're trained to make a diagnosis, tell people what to do, send them away to do it on their own. And of course, that is just the beginning of the story for people. Like, you know, I experienced this from the provider end of things, like constantly, you know, I would tell people to get more exercise, or I would tell people to change their diet in whatever way, you know, and then they would come back to me a few months later and they 
hadn't made any of those changes, even if they really wanted to, even if they really believed me that this was something that would be beneficial for them, they hadn't made the changes. And that, that is exactly where health and wellness coaching comes in. Because when people leave a doctor's office, even if they leave that office clutching a piece of paper with a few pieces of advice or a handout on things that they can do to improve their sleep or whatever, that is it's not enough. Making massive changes in your lifestyle, or sometimes even just making small changes in your lifestyle, it's a big undertaking and it's not easy. And that is the role of a health, a good health and wellness coach is really to work with people, to help them to overcome their obstacles and deal with the barriers and the inner stuff and the outer stuff and their logistics and everything and their self-doubt and all of those pieces that actually will, once you can deal with that stuff, then you can help person to make some real long lasting changes in their life, whatever that change is. Um, And so that's the magic of coaching. And that's why you don't need to have like a traditional healthcare background because you're not making the diagnosis. You don't need to be the one to make the diagnosis or tell people what to do. You need to be the person to help them to make those changes in their life. And so it's just a very different perspective. Um, And so those are kind of the main things, I think, that somebody who is wondering if health and wellness coaching is for them, that, you know, if you're listening and those that all resonates, then those are some good signs that it is a, you know, really good career path for you. Totally agree. And for me, the biggest thing I learned when jumping into coaching for the first time is the power of listening Mm. and how that, like you told, just telling that story about the prescription model. I'm like, yeah, the power of listening too is a huge thing for, for coaching. Cause I found, we all know what we need to be doing or we all know what doesn't work for us, but it's, you know, that listening, that accountability. Cause I mean, I think it's more socially acceptable for people to have therapists nowadays, but Mm -hmm. Typically, you don't have a person just there to listen for you just to help you. Yeah. And the power of holding that space can be very, very transformational for people. Oh, yeah. Even if you do nothing else, like really (laughs) that, even that alone can be completely revolutionary experience for for a person to receive that um, and to, to experience that that kind of connection and to have somebody truly listen to their story because we know that we're you're not getting that in your doctor's office. Like it's just not the way that healthcare is set up. We don't, physicians don't have time. Um, and they're really not trained in that way anyway. So um, but that doesn't mean that you can't get that somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just looking outside of the healthcare system is where you're going to find the support that you really need. So yeah, it's, it's an, it's a wonderful thing. And I really think that it is absolutely the future of healthcare. Like I really, I think that there has been, you know, it's increasing in um, awareness, even amongst the conventional healthcare providers, like doctors a few years ago had absolutely no idea what health coaches were. Most of them still don't know what health coaches do, but that is changing. It really, it's slowly um, changing, which is a very positive sign, I think. So there's loads and loads of potential for it as a future career for people. I totally agree. I know like bigger companies now, I think my dad's company, he works for a tech company, hire health coaches. Yeah. For Which is so cool to see. Um, And I have another friend who recruits for a company that it's all health coaches. Mm. 
And it's, yeah. you're starting to see more things like that pop up. Exactly. Yeah. And it, just a few years ago, there was, that was not the case. So mm-hmm. it's, it's changing. It's becoming much more mainstream and it's going to continue to grow in popularity because there's, there's good research too now, which of course, like doctors love their evidence and yep. their research and stuff. <laughs> and um, so there is, there is good research to show that there are some huge benefits when somebody, you know, when, when a person is getting health and wellness coaching versus just being told what to do. So there's massive changes. And I mean, that's what we all want, right? Is to, is to have the beneficial outcomes. So yeah. So um, yeah. 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 I, I just think of like, you know, I, I, I like modern medicine, you know, especially emergency medicine. If something happens, <laughs> yes. I break my arm. I, we need it. I love it. But it is um, very much like the, the system itself is, uh, and I say patriarchal because you're telling you what to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and coaching is, is, you know, helping support you, listen to you, help you figure it out almost in a almost therapeutic way to help hold you accountable, um, which is what I love as well. Um, but I would love to hear, I know there's so many different kinds of therapies and diets and all this kind of stuff. What I'm sure people who are listening, what is kind of your standpoint with your certification? You know, what kind of theories do you teach in terms of, you know, there might be you might be a little bit of an imposter syndrome going, oh my gosh, what if I don't know X, Y, Z? There's so many things out there. So could you talk to us kind of about the the nuts and bolts of kind of your theories and what you teach? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and I mean, definitely what you said about imposter syndrome, that's very real. I mean, everybody has that and uh, that I have worked with and, uh, you know, students who've gone through my program, all, we all have to wrestle with that. Um, But the, okay, so, so in terms of my program, so there's, because what is important to me, you know, when I was developing this program, I wanted to to think, I really gave it a lot of thought and a lot of work on what would be needed for somebody who doesn't have never coached before and doesn't have any kind of healthcare background. So they're just coming to it from like a corporate career in finance. And you really, you lo- have always loved wellness and you want to pivot completely into this wellness coaching career. That was my, I thought, okay, if I was this person, what would I need to know? So there's three pillars, which I think are crucial for becoming a health and wellness coach. And these are the three pillars in in my program. So the first one is wellness expertise because although you know you're not you don't have to be like the world's leading expert on nutrition, you're not like making a diagnosis is not in your scope of practice like the and I talk about all of that stuff inside the program, but you do of course need a certain degree of wellness expertise. And so that's pillar 1 and I can talk more about that in a sec, but pillar 2 is coaching skills because it's no good just knowing what would be a healthy thing for a person to do. You need to know how to actually work with a person in a coaching relationship. And listening skills is the first thing that we do. And then asking questions, like really um, powerful coaching questions. That's the next thing that we work on. And, you know, so coaching skills is is a really key pillar because it's more like the application of all that wellness expertise that we learn in, in pillar one. And then pillar three is business training because I... 
you know, as a business mentor, before I ever developed my certification program, as a business mentor working with health coaches, um, I certainly talked to so many people who came out of their coach training program with not with all sorts armed with all kinds of expertise and they knew tons of nutrition ideas and all sorts of stuff. Um, but they had no idea how to actually build a business. And so that's the ultimate in frustration because you've got all this stuff and you really just want to help people. You can't connect with them because you don't know how to market yourself. You don't know how to build a business. You don't know how to put together an offer and a program and all of those kinds of things. So for me, that was crucial. So it's those, those are the three pillars that form the basis of my program. And so that's what I teach people. But to your question about like specific nutrition theories, so what how I handle that in the wellness expertise um, pillar, because yeah, we all know that there is so much nutrition, it, just nutrition alone, never mind all of the other stuff that's important for wellness, but just nutrition alone, there's so many different like theories and paradigms and all of that kind of stuff. And it can get really overwhelming really fast. And you can start to feel like you need to learn it all in order to be effective as a coach. But what I emphasize in my program is you don't need to learn every single like diet that's out there. That is not an effective use of your time. Also because the, it would be impossible anyway. And there's a ton of new, you know, diets and nutrition theories that are coming out all the time. So um, what it is more about is really learning and what I teach is more of the foundations of wellness, because it's so much more than just what you're eating and what you're not eating. It's so much more than that. It is a really, I take a very holistic approach and my program is all focused on women's wellness. So if you don't want to be a women's wellness coach, then my program is not the right one. Um, but because for me, the thing about women's wellness is that it is multi-layered. It is a very beautifully complicated thing that pulls in all kinds of um, determinants of health and well-being, like stress level, like juggling roles and responsibilities, like societal stuff, hormones, fertility, like all of that stuff. It's all interwoven. And so that is the stuff that we really focus a lot on is that holistic approach to what it means to be a woman in the world today and how to find, you know, optimal wellness on all of those different areas, sleep and, you know, everything. Um, and also there's a strong nutrition component because you do need to have a foundation of that because, you know, of course your clients are going to be wondering about that and wanting some support and help around that. But um, I constantly am emphasizing to my students, you do not need to memorize all of this stuff. You can, you can learn how to find the information that you need to support a particular client. But as long as you've got that foundation, you know what you're talking about and you know how to support them, then just memorizing a bunch of different nutrition theories is not a great use of your time. Uh, completely, completely agree. And from my days of health coaching, nine times out of 10, people who came to me were like, all right, XYZ foods don't make me feel good. XYZ foods make me feel great. And they yes. already, they already know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they do. This is it is that, and that's the coaching piece that comes into it is that so many people really do know what works for them and what doesn't, but it's all the other stuff that gets in the way of actually honoring that for yourself and you know, kind of cultivating and curating your lifestyle so that it's in alignment with what you actually know is going to work for you, body, mind, and soul. And so that's the role of the coach is really to help people to uncover the truth that they already know and then 
find the courage or whatever it it is to actually follow that. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, and I know, especially the past almost two years now, online coaching, mm. online platforms, online courses, you name it. Yeah, are it, it's it's just continually to grow, and I think more people are looking for those kind of things either in person or or virtually now than they were before. I mean, Zoom before COVID, I, I use I've been using Zoom since day one for my podcast. No one knew what it was. <laughs> That's an example, right? Of something. Oh my God. It's so funny that you say that because I just I had this conversation with my husband last night. We were talking about this, and I said, it's so funny how I used to like with when I would work with clients, like, yeah, years ago, I would say, okay, this is Zoom. And I had like a document that I would send to people <laughs> to explain to them how to use Zoom. And I'm like, I took that down because it was embarrassing for me to actually, it's like patronizing almost yep. for me to be like, here's how you use Zoom. Everybody knows how to use Zoom now. It's so it's so funny because before it was like Zoom. What's Zoom? anyway? But yeah, to your point, you're absolutely right. You know, the whole world has gone online. Of course, you know the horrendous things have been happening in the last couple of years. However, the silver lining is that it's really bumped us forward in terms of running an online business, which is always what I used to advocate anyway, and that's what I created for myself. You know, back you know, originally because that's what gives you the freedom and the flexibility, and that's what gives you the power to connect with people all over the world. You do not need to be limited. Your clients don't need to come from your immediate geographic location anymore, which means that your potential, you're like your earning potential and your impact potential is is just it's limitless. And that's why this is like I mean it's just the perfect time to be pursuing a career as a an online wellness coach because there's just so much potential. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women have been working from home. A lot of I, I forget the figure now, but I know last year it was oh, millions of women almost were quitting the workforce mm-hmm. to be able to take care of their family. Exactly, because like everybody, the kids had to stay home, and this is a great opportunity. If you know you weren't, you're not satisfied with where you are. If you want to be able to stay home, have your make your own flexible hours, but to be able to to build something by yourself to grow that to help other people that is so empowering. Mm-hmm. And I talk to so many women who feel like they've lost their own sense of self, whether it's in their family, their career. But just imagine how many people you're going to help. But we don't realize with this journey, especially entrepreneurial journey is how much you're going to help and heal yourself. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, following an entrepreneurial path, there is no better personal development journey. (laughs) It's just (laughs) because you are confronting so many things. Like we talked about, you know, the imposter syndrome and your own fears and self-doubts and stories about what you can and can't do and what you're capable of and all of those kinds of things. Um, So yeah, it's a wonderful personal development journey for sure. Plus, it's got the added bonus of helping other people and really providing that meaning (laughs) Um, that so many people, I know, I hear from them every single day. So many people are just, you know, just going through the grind, punching the time clock, 
at living for the weekends. It's no way to live. Um, and there is a better way. And I mean, it, it, it does take something. There is work involved, of course, to build, you know, to step, especially if it's a brand new direction, a new career for you. Um, but it absolutely can be done. I mean, I see it happening every day and it's amazing. On the other side, it's just so much more rewarding to be able to create something for yourself that brings you that degree of meaning and gives you the lifestyle that you have been craving. 100%. And I think for a lot of people, they don't realize the amount of fulfillment, but also the potential financially. And I, I love talking about money. Great. I, I love talking about money too. <laughs> we all are abundant. We all mm-hmm. are worthy of that money. And that money is nothing bad to talk about. It's not dirty. And to talk about the programs and all those things that come up as an entrepreneur, your own money story, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, speaking of money, let's just, let's dive deep into some money, okay, you know, the abundance <laughs> side of it, because that's part of the business. You have a business, you want to help people, but it's not for free. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? exactly. It's, it's your opportunity to build something financially for yourself, to be able mm-hmm. to provide a better life for you, your children, your children's children, to be able to set yourself up for financial success. Um, I would love to hear kind of how you help people work through their money stories because there it can run really deep with people. It really can. And I do find, especially in the health and wellness world, it is it, it is so common because, you know, this universe attracts people who are, you know, feel called to do the, the things that we've been talking about, right? Like help other people, um, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so it can bring up a lot of, you know, guilt over, mm, should I really be charging for this? And, and uh, you know, or maybe I should just make this more accessible, more affordable, like they're all so many um, disempowering money stories are very prevalent in the wellness world for sure. So it is something that I help people with all the time, (laughs) all the time. Um, Because yes, it's a business, right? And you deserve to earn a good living doing this. Yes, you're going to be helping people and you're also going to be supporting your family and designing the lifestyle and the income that you want to have. You get to have it all. I know that you know it sounds like, mm, I don't know if I can have it all, but you truly can. Um, and that's as long as you give yourself permission to really go after that. Because I have seen so many health coaches really undercharging, right? Like that is just such a common thing. And so much of that is because they are, um, you know, feeling, like I said, that guilt, that kind of shame, they don't want to be like salesy. They don't want to come across as being, you know, greedy or any of those things, but all of that is just your belief system, right? We grow up with all of these disempowering money stories. So when I'm working with people, um, you know, to unpack that, that's where we start, right? Is like, okay, well, what are you like? Cause it starts with becoming aware of what are people, what is your own mind, not people, but what is your own mind telling you about, you know, is it okay to earn money? And you can't really guess at what your mind is telling you until you really take a 
a look at and start to listen to it and talk about listening skills. The first listening skill that you need to develop is listening to your own thoughts um, because they are often like stories that, you know, you, you heard from family members growing up or society at large, or even like our pop culture, you know, the, the villain in the movie is usually the wealthy person with like the house on the hill, right? So we get this, we get infused with these ideas that it is, you're a villain if you're making good money, right? And who wants to be the villain in the story, right? Like nobody wants that. So we hold ourselves back. We don't charge what we want to charge because we think, well, that's going to turn me into the villain. And you're not necessarily thinking this consciously, right? And it's not until you really realize what the story is that you're saying to yourself, like, why am I afraid to charge? Well, actually, it's because I feel like it's going to make me look like the bad guy. So it's not until you bring those stories to the surface and that's when you have a chance at actually unpacking it and and really like choosing a more empowered way forward. Totally agree. And I know for myself, um, I've invested, I, I don't even know if I want to tally up the amount of money I've invested <laughs> in coaching and programs over the past decade. Mm-hmm. Definitely five figures, maybe closer to out of zero. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, the program <laughs> that I took more seriously, that I found more change and benefit, were the programs that pushed me to take that investment seriously, which means higher ticket items. Exactly. Because, because I knew that I I saw that, that they had that price point at that point because I knew the value that that was going to provide me if I did the work, if I showed up. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm going to buy this $3,000 program and everything's going to be changed tomorrow. No, <laughs> no, 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 that's not, I have to show up. But I I look back and I don't think I've wasted a penny, even the things that I, I decided not to follow through on because it all led me to where I am now. But thinking, putting yourself in the client's shoes or the potential client's shoes is helpful. You know, where where have you found success before? Was it from some free webinar? Maybe you got some good information or was it from a thousand dollar coaching service? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's why I definitely take a stand for a premium pricing model. Like that's what I help my students to, you know, really stand into is because it's not of service. You think that you're helping people by just charging absolute cut rates, right? Like you think, oh, well, this, if I make this super, super affordable, then this is going to help them out more. But exactly like you said, Lauren, you know, we all have had this experience. If you buy something that's kind of cheap, it's maybe not quite the right thing because it was just like you bought it because it was cheap. Um, and then, especially if it's a program, like especially with coaching where it requires you to show up and do some work, if, if you didn't really invest all that much into it, then mm, it's easier to blow it off, right? But if you have really... the There is actual transformative power in investing in yourself at a higher level. And that's what I tell all of my clients and students is that just remember they are not like your, your clients are not investing in you. They're not saying, Oh, you know, let me give you some money. You know, they're, they are investing in themselves. So you are the conduit. They are, of course, you know, paying you, but they are truly what they are doing is they are investing in themselves, 
through you. So always remember that when people are paying you, they are investing in themselves through you. And and when you when they're investing at a higher level, they're going to be vibrating at a higher level. They're going to show up completely differently. And that is in service of the transformation that you are hoping to help them achieve. It's not in service to them to charge them like some, you know, basement level um, rate. And it certainly doesn't help you because the flip side of this too is that if you're charging really low rates, you're way undercharging just to pay your bills, you're going to need to find so many more clients, right? You have to have so many more people coming through the door. That's a lot of work for you just to hustle and get out there and find those clients, um, then to service them. So you really are spreading yourself too thin. And then of course, you're not actually able to be as present with each of your clients because you've got too many of them. You're taking on so many just to make ends meet. And so then truly, you're not actually providing a premium service to your clients because you're trying to take on too much stuff. So people will, I mean, there's the power in them investing in themselves at a higher level. And there's also power in the fact that if you're charging premium rates, then you can be really, really right there with your clients and helping them every step of the way, supporting them through that because you only have a smaller number of clients that you're taking care of at a higher level. Now, what this does actually bring up is a lot of people are like, well, that sounds like only people who are, that only the people who are able to invest at a higher level are able to get help. And that definitely comes up a lot, especially, like I say, in this health and wellness um, world, is that we're like, well, we don't want to leave people behind, right? But what I usually tell people about that is that is to remind them that there are other ways that you can serve your community. Um, you know, you can provide, and most people, like you know, at a certain as they start to grow their business, you know, they're producing content, right? And a lot of that content is free, so you can help your community through free content that you're providing through a podcast or um, you know, videos or blogging or whatever it is that you're doing. You can you can do all kinds of free pieces of that help people where who are not quite there yet they're not able um, and willing to invest at that higher level and so you can definitely do and of course then there's other options like you know you can do scholarships or you can help in charities like there are tons of things that you can do to help the world but your business needs to be your business and it needs to make sense it needs to be profitable and you need to charge for your amazing work that you're doing in the world Mic drop on that. <laughs> I agree. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, that was going to be my last question was what you just answered already. Um, and and to, to own it, to own that transformation, to, to provide that container and space for people to invest in themselves and to change. This is part of what, this is another level of wanting to help other people. Mm-hmm. This money story. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. And because people don't talk about it nearly as much no. as they need to. I mean, it is changing. I'm finding that it is becoming slowly less and less of a taboo subject, but um, it is it is really a powerful thing. It's a it's an energetic thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's a whole nother topic for another yeah, podcast. Sure <laughs> we'll have, to, <laughs> have you come back for that. Well, I feel like this is a great note to kind of start to shut things down for today's show. Was there anything else today, Kim, you wanted to cover before we start to wrap it up? Um, 
I mean, I think we covered a lot of the a lot of the topics, right? Like a lot of the stuff that that I I was hoping you know to talk about. But I mean, just on a note, like I do, I hear from a lot of people that they they have those feelings of self doubt, right? Especially people who don't come from a healthcare background, and that is something that I work really hard to dispel. Is that yeah, sure, I decided when I was seventeen that I was going to become a doctor, but you know, lots of people don't decide that, right? They don't go into healthcare. Uh, And that doesn't mean that you can't change career direction. And, and in fact, if you're feeling called to do it, you really owe it to yourself and to the world to do that. And, um, you know, to really, there are ways, there's absolutely ways to do it, but it starts with you accepting that call really like uh, really uh, answering the call is what I want to say is it's just it is so worthwhile for you and for the world so don't let those beliefs about what you can and can't do hold you back or stop you mm-hmm. totally agree totally aligned with what you will so if you are listening to this episode and you're interested in learning more all the links will be in the show notes to learn more about Kim and her programs and her coaching certification, which is called Wellness Coaching Academy. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Wellness Coach Academy. Wellness Coach Academy. Yep. And um, if you guys feel inspired by this episode, please share it with somebody that you're thinking of. There's a reason somebody's coming up in your mind. Um, You know, always make sure to subscribe, write a review if you guys like what you heard today. And we love closing every single episode the same way. Thanking you beautifully, beautiful Kim, for your service and your time today and taking that own leap of faith on yourself. And now you've been able to impact other people's lives so they can help thousands and thousands of people as well. So that ripple effect is just beautiful. How may we, the listeners, as an act of gratitude, be of service for you in return today? Yeah, well... Thank you so much, Lauren. I mean, it's just been such a pleasure to talk to you about all this um, stuff. It's so important. And I would say the best thing to do is what I would love for people to do is if you, you know, if this conversation has really sparked something in you and you're really feeling like this is what you are you know, want to do, you feel called to do, you don't even need to be sure. You don't even need to be certain. Like sometimes we just wait, right? Until we're totally certain. You don't need to be, but I want you to explore, give yourself the permission to explore it. Um, And a great place to start is at my website. So all of the information about what I do in the world is at my um, main website, drkimfoster.com. But if you're curious about following this career path, then I have a free wellness coaching career guide that I put together that you can grab, download, and make yourself a cup of tea and look through that and think about that. And you can grab that at drkimfoster.com forward slash career guide. So that's what, that's my ask. That's what I want people to do. Ooh, paying it forward and ask. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kim, for coming on the show today. It was such a pleasure chatting all things wellness and a little bit of money at the end. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, this has been great. Thank you so much, Lauren. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.